Welcome to the Open Petri podcast for yet another episode. As always, it is fantastic to have you on the podcast. So thank you for spending some time with me and my fantastic guests today are from one of the biggest, if not the biggest boys, you'll probably tell me in a second, uh, hospitality online training platforms called Tipsy. I've got Jonathan Plowright, who's the CEO, and then Tony Bolf, who is the Enterprise Sales Manager. Uh, fantastic title, by the way, Tony. Um, gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for being on. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Sean. Thanks for having us, yeah. Um, now, who wants to tell me how Tipsy started out in the sector? Because I have been in the industry for a couple of decades and have seen a lot of um, online content and obviously dealt a lot of trading and I was... So I've been so impressed to see the evolution of Tipsy and, and see how it's become um, such a great training, uh, training brand, training outcome for, for our industry. So how did it all get started? Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll jump in there, Sean. Uh, yeah, we got started in about uh, 2015. Um, and yeah, the, yeah um, uh, so my background is in uh, finance, finance broking. At the time, I had a company that only did finance for pubs, restaurants, bars, motels, hotels. Uh, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, we were, in fact, we were chatting about, uh, before this podcast together about, about the podcast um, side of things. And while I was doing the, um, that business, I started a podcast and mm. uh, I was a, a terrible podcast host and um, the, the career didn't last. Sure, you're better than you thought. No, it didn't That's last fine. long at all. It was more an excuse. <laughs> A couple of beers and with with, with um, a couple of colleagues and and um, yeah. and um, yeah, so we started doing the podcast and just I've always been fascinated with education and, and loved reading, learning, listening to podcasts and and whatnot. So we started podcasts as a way to try and learn and, and speak with our clients that were doing really well um, to share share any knowledge. And I remember on one of the podcasts, um, one of them mentioned about profile and it you know all being a bit hard or something like that. And yep. Yeah, after the podcast, just did a bit of googling and to see if I could find a course on on the topic. And um, yeah, couldn't find anything. And at that time, I was familiar with a company called Lynda.com, which which is now LinkedIn Learning. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, just thought, oh, why doesn't why doesn't this exist in hospitality? Um, googled around, couldn't find anything. And um, yeah, um, just thought, why not? And uh, within probably probably um, you know a month of that, and um, started interviewing sort of learning and development managers and owners of businesses as to, you know, what, what they need from a learning perspective and, and I had a, you know, and yeah, and just started filming and the courses were terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what made you want to, what made you want to focus on hospitality rather than do, you know, another industry at that point? Was it just a, a love of what hospitality was or you found that was the gap? Or? Yeah, a, a good question. I guess I, the reason I sort of started a business that just specialised in hospitality finance was because I was just intrigued and liked the hospitality industry, I liked the nature of it, um, but didn't mm. have any, any any great experience in it or anything like that. Um, and um, so so I figured, well, um, I've got a good experience at the other side, you know, drinking beer and participating in hospitality, so I thought <laughs> might as well... Um, might as well try and try and you know just do something to specialize in that market and I thought there might be be a need and that went really well we we, we grew that um, pretty well that business and then um, yeah and then through that like through that time when I found out there wasn't uh, you know not a glo- the online learning solution that I've imagined we could create with something like tipsy um, 
just started researching the industry. It was just, it was bigger than I, there was 300 million people working in hospitality. I didn't realize the scale of the industry in terms of, you know, what it stands for in terms of global GDP and, and things like this. I just didn't understand it. Still, still don't probably, <laughs> um, but, but you know, learnt enough to know, Hey, this is, this is a really wonderful industry. It's huge. Um, no one's, you know, solving these challenges and putting the information to people in a way that I think we could, or at least have a go at doing. Um, so, so I guess the Australian mentality, you know, sort of bugger it, we give it a shot, and um, and and we're still we're still trying that. <laughs> um, now, Tony, the last four to six weeks in the hospitality industry has been obviously, you know, dire straits for for many different industries, but especially something like hospitality. You guys are so close to. The hospitality industry and your model like what have you what have you seen happen over the last four to six weeks yeah it's a it's a good question um look we're, we are really connected to the industry obviously we speak to um hospitality business owners you know daily training managers daily um and and what we've seen is is it it really is a collapse of the industry mm. right now um you know a lot of a lot of businesses um right now uh asking the questions you know number one what do we do what strategies can we put in place to to simply um weather the storm really and and get through this um i mean it's you know it's it's not only the business that have been affected but you know if you think about the sheer numbers of staff across the world that have um have have been followed been stood down let go because you know look the, the business just doesn't have the money to to um, keep them there. Um, the, the huge population of um, of travellers working holiday visas. You've got um, you know students that are going to be out um, out mm. of pocket now because they they were casuals as well. It's it's you know it really is devastating for the industry. Um, I, I suppose the um, you know where where we where we're seeing um, a, a massive pivot though is. Um, businesses are starting to look at strategies as to okay, well, what can we do? Um, you know, what is possible to do to um, to, to sort of weather this storm? You know, how can we how can we uh, keep those that are within the business or, or have just been furloughed for the moment? Um, how how can we keep them engaged? How how can we keep them um, connected to the business? And, um, and and that's really what we're what we're trying to help with and solve. It's it's really not. I mean, you know, training isn't. The only the one thing it isn't um, mm. you know the the um, the golden egg, um, but it is one strategy. It it is one one way of being able to engage with with your employees over this yeah. period. Um, so so yes, I, I I dare say it's the you know the last sixty the sixty the sixty days thirty to sixty days that have have really been impacted and uh, and I think a lot of the businesses that weren't affected in, in the first thirty days of COVID. Um, are certainly impacted now, and uh, and I'm still talking to teams. Um, you know, I was talking to training teams last mm-hmm. week that are no longer in the business this week. So, um, so strategies have either been put in place or they've been handed up the line to um, to, to be dealt with by um, executives in the business now um, to to roll out um, throughout throughout their business. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. who do you find is sort of the major buyer of a product like Tipsy? Because the reason I ask is. You know, obviously, the different brands I've been involved in the last 10 years or so, like training's obviously always been a massively important thing for staff retention and staff culture and that kind of stuff. But but when I've worked with smaller brands, like it's not as much of a focus and 
sometimes when they train people, like it's a lot of, you know, one-on-one coaching and they would never think of an online platform as being part of, part of that staff experience. Like who's, who's sort of the major buyer that's buying Tipsy at the moment, if I can ask. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I mean, it's um, right, right now we see a massive opportunity or there is, you know, for us, there's been a, a lot of opportunity in the enterprise space. So um, leading hotel chains around the, around the globe, um, leading, catering companies around the globe um, have really jumped on board and, and, and they're really businesses that have had an ingrained culture of training within those businesses for a lot of time, for a long time. Um, I, I suppose it, that's, that's almost a two prong question that always segues into, you know, where's the opportunity mm. now as well. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of great opportunity from our business point of view as innovators within the space um, of educating um, mid-market and uh, and smaller businesses that, hey, you might not have a massive training budget, but you don't need one um, to go digital. So yeah. there are ways of being able to connect with your staff and upskill and, and train them. Um, and there's even ways of doing it where, um, you know, you're not even paying the labour costs, um, you know, for a person to come into the restaurant, sit down and do a full wine course. Um, you, you can literally have them learning on their own and, and, and learning at their own pace as well. So there, there's some, some great upside to, to where we're seeing it. Um, but, yeah, back to your question, it, it's definitely the um, uh, a lot of the, the enterprise um, businesses. Jono, you might actually be able to. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, well. um, look, the, the reality is today we're, we're a global company. Um, we've got customers in, in you know, dozens of countries. Um, so the mm-hmm. types of businesses, we've got some of the world's top host, hotel schools from small small schools in, in, in regional Cambodia using Kipsi to um, small cafes or restaurants with, with, with four or five staff to to mm-hmm. catering groups with 70,000 staff. So it, like Tony said, it's incredibly wide and varied. But probably, probably what's interesting is when we started, um, when we started Tipsy, um, you know, we started selling to, to or offering the, the platform to small, to small businesses, to small restaurants and, and whatnot. That was, our, mm. that was our goal. And, and um, we just quickly worked out that if we wanted to <laughs> afford to be able to pay for content and things like this, we needed to, to, to go and get some bigger, bigger customers who, could, who could, could, could help fund that growth and whatnot. But I think the mm. desire, from, from my perspective, the desire has always been there for small businesses. I think small businesses, you know, you, if you took 100 small businesses owners off the street and asked what's their biggest challenge, most, I, I don't know, what, I, I guess 80% or more are going to say, you know, just getting the right people who have you know, the right attitude and training to, to do a great job and deliver mm. great, you know, guest experiences or whatever. So, so, you know, and foundational to that is training. So they, you know, m- you know most owners are smart, they get that, but then the disconnect um, is, well, what do I do with that information? And this is where, frankly, we've needed to get better as a platform. So, you know, we went out and created mm. all these great courses, we built a platform, but then what we actually realised, um, the problem that we need to solve is actually to remove the management overhead in delivering training. Mm-hmm. So this is what the Tipsy platform has really rapidly evolved towards. So so a small business owner, you don't have, um, you know, the difference with luxury hotel, you know, just hotel groups or large restaurant groups, they've got learning and development teams. They might have 20 people who are sitting there creating content, working out the best training plans, you know, doing all this stuff. And obviously as a, as, yes. as a, as a small restaurant, even, you know, people with two or three restaurants, whatever the case might be, they they just don't have that bandwidth. So, so what we've had to change is the, the best way to put it and our platform um, we've designed it now to remove as, that mu- as much as that management overhead as humanly possible. So the platform automatically re- recommends training based on someone's job role and things like this. So you don't have to 
um, go and spend too much time creating things that just aren't sustainable. And because the other thing we, we ask people around training is like, what's your biggest challenge? And typically one of the answers is just consistency. Like everyone now and then gets fired up. They go, oh yeah, let's, let's do this. Let's do X, Y, Z. Let's take a day off from operations and just really nail out this training plan. But then they get back to reality and it's, the, the, the implementation is, yeah. is more difficult than that or they, they get someone to be a champion internally and then they leave their job role. <laughs> so so te- technology yes. can play yeah. a huge role in a platform like Tipsy in helping remove that management overhead. And to be for Tipsy to be successful, and the only way we can be successful is to make our customers successful, um, we have to remove that overhead. And that's so, – so, so I think yeah, it's a long way of saying I think it's changing as we improve rapidly. And, and literally in the last two weeks we've had 425 – small businesses join tipsy so so they're coming like it's not that we don't help small businesses it's a huge part of what we want to do it's what initially inspired us it's just we've had to improve Mm. faster And i think our offering today is 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 great for small businesses it's just that to get along the way and (laughs) we've had to pay bills as well because we you know we're doing all these things so it's great to be able to work with um corporate groups as well who can afford to to put an investment in to help us develop the content and things like this yeah, because I mean, looking at the instructors you've got on board, I mean, you've got some, <laughs> you've got some amazing instructors here. Like I know every single one of them pretty much, and and I'm just, um, I'm impressed with that. We're not talking about, uh, you know, we're talking about real pure quality when we're talking about the training that you guys are providing. So, um, you know, I definitely congratulate you for that. Um, what at at restaurant level or at cafe level, even at hotel level, do you find that? Even though it's taking away a lot of this management structure, do you find that someone needs to be a hero or champion of the training that you guys are doing in order for it to be successfully implemented? Even even though it is video content and and it, you know it is a lot easier for the for the hotel owner or the restaurant owner. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll have a crack at that one first, Tony, and then you jump in with the things I missed. But I'd say ultimately, yes, like the success of engagement of a platform like Tipsy. I mean, ultimately, it it, um, it aggregates up to the leaders in that business. You know, if you if you if you're mm-hmm. going to implement a training plan, you know, across the business, one of the perhaps wisest things you could do first is to get all the leaders in the business aligned to why it's important for the business. You know, so so, um, mm-hmm. but that would be true for any you know new training implementation or new thing like Tipsy or any other platform or whatever. So 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 if there's a lack of leadership behind it, tends to be that you then just um, you, the the numbers go to like in a, a group of a hundred people. There's always going to be ten people who are massively self self motivated who always want to learn, and they will just go do it anyway without that sort of top down approach. Um, but with great implementation, which is something we've learned a lot about, um, and and great systems, um, you can you can really um, create a culture that drives that. So we do something at Tipsy called Maps, which stands for Motivate, Ask push and share so we follow a, a structure every month we teach our clients how to do it and these things are top-down approaches that drive a culture of learning which are important um so so no it's a long way of answering but i think i think it is important is probably it's important but there's you can mitigate it with great systems yeah anything you want to add on there tony yeah look I, uh, not really actually you summed it up really well um I, I think you know analogy we use um within uh, I suppose in the sales environment is um, is Tipsy can very much be uh, looked at like a gym membership. 
um, you know, if you, you can take out a gym membership, um, you can install it, but unless somebody's actually running it, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not going to be successful, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. um, mm. So it, it really does need that bottom, that, that buy-in from, um, you know, top down and, and bottom up as well. So, um, you know, when, when everything aligns within a business, that's when a business is harmonious, it's working at its, um, at its optimum peak anyway. Mm. Um, so, so aligning all those things, it, it'd be just like, um, you know, implementing a point of sale system and not teaching anybody how to use it. Um, you know, it, it just wouldn't work and it doesn't benefit the business to do that. So, um, so yeah, absolutely. I think, um, I think you do need a champion. Um, it, it, uh, it, it needs to be somebody that is, you know, has a bit of passion about that. And, um, and, and we know look, a lot of businesses don't have, um, have, have huge budgets. Again, we go back to it all the time about, um, you know, cost, cost overheads is, is massive in this industry. Mm. Um, but you, you can, you can do these things. You can implement these things for a small business, um, and empower people because people, there, there are always people in businesses that want to, uh, step up and take responsibility as well. So, um, so, so we do see that as an opportunity for a lot of business owners. Yeah, I think I think you know most businesses that I've worked in that are really well led from a training perspective, and I think a lot of business uh, business owners need to think of of the point of training being so critical um, because otherwise, you know, staff members are likely to do things you don't want them to do, um, and and you need to keep them engaged. It needs to be part of your engagement strategy to keep your to keep your staff with you for longer as long as you're recruiting well. Um, obviously, using a training pl- platform like Tipsy, and then and then re- retaining the right people, I think it's going to be really important. But sort of anywhere between two to five percent of your revenue spend needs to be spent on training and development of your team. And mm-hmm. I think anything less than that, you sort of have to question why you're actually <laughs> in an industry like hospitality. I think absolutely, so, absolutely, um, absolutely. Um, so let's talk about the situation at the moment, guys. Like why? Maybe, Tony, you could talk to this for a second. Why do you think training is important at the moment when we have businesses which are shut down or businesses which are running on a uh, limited amount of staff doing doing takeout and delivery? Like to the, to the restaurant owners, cafe owners that are out there listening to this, why should they think about using, you know, Tipsy at the moment in these times? Yeah, it's, it's a great question because, um, you know, we talk to a lot of people every day and, and everybody's got their own reasons as to why um, they're trying to engage people um, right now. But, um, you know, where, where the opportunity really is and, and, you know, for people that are working currently within the industry, um, you know, it's a great way of, of really upskilling yourself right now and, and you can do it in bite-sized format. Um, the one thing that we... You know, we see constantly is that everybody wants to. You know, a lot of people want to aspire to um, to to be you know better than what they are and improve on on their skill set and um, and and you know train in different areas. But um, you know, a lot of us are, are bound by time restriction as well, and so yeah. going and doing extensively long courses, you know, at university or a TAFE course or whatever it might be, um, uh, it, it it tends to take up and chew up a lot of time, and and you know, not to mention. Um, the, the cost factor that's associated with that. And so, um, you know, part of, um, part of where we see um, the benefits right now is that it can be done in bite-sized fashion, that you can, mm-hmm. you can upskill quite quickly. Um, you can get relevant subjects that are, um, you know, relevant to right now. For example, we've just released a COVID-19 um, service responsibilities um, course, mm-hmm. and, and that sort of goes through, you know, um, social distancing within the business and, and you know, strategies around 
Um, if you do have a takeaway business, you know, these are the things you need to be thinking about. If you've got a delivery business, these are the things you need to be thinking about right now. So um, they're really relevant topics that are delivered by industry experts. So it's not just the business owner going to their staff and saying, I want it done this way. They can see that, look, there's, they're actually getting, you know, reputable information in front of them delivered and then the business owner can really just then follow up and, and you know, make sure that that training is being done and, and really, you know, enforce that training in, in the business. Um, you know, the other, I suppose the other area is, is for engagement. So those that aren't working right now, um, there's there's a great opportunity there for for businesses to just stay connected. Um, you know, have 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 a strategy in place um, for when you are starting to open your business back up because you are going to need a staffing pool. Um, and there's there's going to be nothing more frustrating than um, you know then having to um, to have to re-recruit and retrain um, a lot of people. But if you are in that position as well, then you need to also be thinking, well, what strategy have I got? To, it got in place to be able to um, grow my business again and uh, and, and really um, develop a team quickly because um, I, I feel like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of new talent that's going to be hitting the market at the end of this as well. Mm, um, most definitely. And I think the hospitality industry is one that's probably going to start firing back up a lot sooner than other other businesses around the globe. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, so so there is, uh, there's definitely, you know, we need to start thinking about that. If I think about my own circle of friends, so many of them ended up in retail right now, working for uh, some yeah. of the major retailers, um, just mm-hmm. purely because they don't have a job. But um, and and some of them might like it and end up staying too. So <laughs> that's that's, mm, the other, yeah, exactly. that's the other side mm-hmm. of the, the coin. So mm. um, so yeah, so there's there's definitely a, an opportunity there for for current employees as well as you know existing um, employees that have been stood down at this period. Mm. Um, last question to you both, like, obviously you guys are, as we've talked about, like are, are doing very, very well at the moment. You're a, a huge platform. You're in dozens of countries. As you said, you've got major, major clients, um, both small and large. Um, where to next for the brand in a space that is obviously so ever changing and evolving, uh, especially in COVID-19 times and, you know, uh, you just talked about there, Tony, the different legislation that's going to come through over the next, you know, next three or four months as venues start yeah, to well, up again. Yeah, well, I think first up, like, just help as many people as possible. And um, so so we've, we've just launched the COVID support plan. Uh, basically, we've made Tipsy free until, uh, until the end of September. So, I mean, where to next for Tipsy? We're just trying to cope with the... Amazing. And help as many people as we can. It's meant, you know, um, great growth, which is fantastic. So, so anyone can go to Tipsy of any size and 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 add all their staff and and um, and use it unrestricted. So, we're just trying to get through that and support and help as many people as we can. But in the in the sort of as we move through that, really, our vision is, you know, stays 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 the same. All, all we all we did from day one is go and ask owners and and people who own small businesses in hospitality and staff like. What are your biggest challenges? What are the things that are, are bugging you? If we could give you a, a camera crew for, for a day to film a course that would that would help, what what would what would you film? And then we'd just ask enough people that question and go and film it. So we just want to be able to ask more we just want to be able to ask more people that question mm. and, and get a hell of a lot better at making courses. Like we, we hear that our courses, people love them, the feedback's amazing, you know, staff love it, but we can always have massive room for improvement. We we do so. We want to just want to get better. We're bringing more community features to the platform. So, um, 
so so the, at this time you know people just want to connect so we're, we're working on ways to do that like last week we launched community content where 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 anyone in the hospitality industry can um, can upload a course into Tipsy, um, so they can can go to um, Tipsy and look up community content and check that out. <laughs> um, so so just adding more ways for people to connect, and then on, from a platform perspective, um, we just yeah, our big theme is just improvement always. Like how do we get better? How do we be more valuable? All we want to do is help. What what excites us we is getting feedback from people where we actually had a measurable difference. Like we've just launched with a group in in Kenya. Um, and um, they're really, really high-end um, uh, restaurant chain do, do fantastic stuff. And we just had a message from the um, the lady there that's running their, their training office just saying staff absolutely blown away, everyone's loving it. Even the directors have started doing courses saying they're loving it. And it's like, that's awesome. We're actually, people are using it. They're making a difference. They're getting value out of it. We that's get great. lots of that feedback every day. And that's that's what we're, that's what we're here for. So we just want to, yeah, we know we can improve on lots of things so we just we just work hard on that <laughs> uh gentlemen thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast it's um it's really been exciting to uh talk about your brand which i think uh online training especially platforms like yours is so critical to keep people engaged involved uh and excited about their job in hospitality so that's thanks for the opportunity to have you on the show so thank you for your time appreciate it thank you um uh what's the best way that people can find out about tipsy and what you guys do yeah, so um, so easiest way, um, go to our website. So it's uh, tipsy.com forward slash COVID um, right now for the, uh, the the COVID support plan that we have out. Um, so that's tipsy, T-Y-P-S-Y.com um, forward slash COVID. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, jump into the website there. We've, um, we've, we've broken down the website into individuals, small business and uh, academics as well. So um, you're more than welcome to, um, to go for a scroll through there. And you can, you can pretty much uh, watch a snippet of every single video that's on the platform through the website. So um, you can get a little bit of a taste of uh, what it's all about. Yeah, fantastic. And obviously, I'll I'll link that up in the um, in the podcast bio so people can follow it. Fantastic. Thanks, mate.